It's the 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time here at Good Shepherd Catholic Church in State College, Pennsylvania. The date is September 30th, 2018. Today's readings come from Numbers, chapter 11, verses 25 through 29, as well as James, chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. The Gospel proclamation comes from Mark, chapter 9, verses 38 through 43, 45, and 47 through 48. Today's homily is given by Father Charlie Hammershek. In the following passage from the book of Numbers, Moses affirms that even though Eldad and Medad missed the spirit meeting, they were still qualified to speak as prophets for the Lord. Who can control and distribute the spirit of God? A reading from the book of Numbers. The Lord came down in the cloud took some of the spirit that was on Moses and put it on the 70 elders. When the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied. But they did not do so again. Two men remained in the camp, one named Eldad, the other named Medad, and the spirit rested on them. They were among those registered But they had not gone out to the tent, and so they prophesied in the camp. A young man ran and told Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. Joshua, son of Nun, the assistant of Moses, one of his chosen men, said, My Lord Moses, stop them. But Moses said to him, Are you jealous for my sake? Would that all the Lord's people were prophets, and that the Lord would put his spirit on them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This passage from the letter of James serves as a warning to the materially wealthy that their lack of concern for the poor is not acceptable to God. A reading from the letter of St. James. Come now, you rich people, weep and wail for the miseries that are coming to you. Your riches have rotted, and your clothes are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver have rusted, and their rust will be evidence against you, and it will eat your flesh like fire. You have laid up treasure for the last days. Listen, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, cry out, and the cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You have lived on the earth in luxury and in pleasure. You have fattened your hearts in a day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered the righteous one who does not resist you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. At that time, John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name. And we try to prevent him because he does not follow us. 
Jesus replied, Do not prevent him. There is no one who performs a mighty deed in my name who can be at the same time speak ill of me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Anyone who gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ, amen, I say to you, will surely not lose his reward. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a great millstone were put around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed than with two hands to go into Gehenna, into the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life crippled than with two feet to be thrown into Gehenna. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. Better for you to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into Gehenna where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Come, Holy Spirit. Enlighten our minds. Soften our hearts. So that the word may enter and guide our lives. In a book of collected homilies... Father Bill Bausch, who was the pastor of a parish in Teaneck, New Jersey, until he retired, he begins his reflection on this gospel by telling the story, eight guys from Port Matilda, uh, they rented a hunting camp in Port Matilda, they did. So they rented this camp, and when they went hunting, they went out in pairs, two by two, came the end of the first day of hunting season and Joe who was partnered with Harry came back dragging an eight point buck but no Harry the guys at the camp said where's Harry what would you do well he fainted on the road about two miles away and I I just I, I, I left him there what, you left Harry there. He fainted and you left him there. He said, well, it was a hard decision, but I looked at Harry and I looked at the deer. I decided, well, nobody's going to steal Harry. <laughs> and then Father Bosch goes on to say, I've told you a million times not to exaggerate. Yeah, good, good. Exaggeration to make a point is, as you know, hyperbole. And certainly what Jesus is using in this gospel text is hyperbole. Father Bob says that evangelists 
the evangelicals, people who quote and study and accept the Bible as literally true, apparently they have a tough time with this particular passage because you don't see many evangelicals walking around with one leg or one foot or one arm or one eye. They must understand something about this text isn't literally true. I got to tell you, I have a friend back in Johnstown and uh, Bob is blind in one eye and every time we read this text, I would look at him and he would look at me and we would both laugh and his wife caught on and, and well, she thought it was inappropriate. Oh, well, whatever. (laughs) What Jesus is saying using the hyperbole is that whatever it is that gets in the way of our relationship with Jesus, with God, we have to let go of in our lives. We have to get rid of them from our lives. Nothing, nothing should be allowed to get in the way of our relationship with the Lord. I got a chance to watch the... uh, the documentary, uh, Won't You Be in My Neighbor? The story of Fred Rogers, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, what a good guy, what a good person he was, a Presbyterian minister. Uh, he used his television abilities, he used that to teach children because he really loved children. And what was he teaching us? He was teaching us that love is more important than hate. That all of us are lovable deep inside. We're, We're lovable. He was teaching us to live in peace, not to be violent, not to hurt other people. And he did it so gently and so beautifully. I'm kind of into, I'm I'm interested, recognize that there's a movie coming out on his life with Tom Hanks starring as uh, Fred Rogers. And I saw pictures of Tom Hanks as Fred Rogers. He really does look the part. What I found interesting in the documentary that we watched, Won't You Be My Neighbor, what I found interesting was that he got passionate and almost angry when he talked about the things that we put into the lives of children. Cartoons that are violent and and kind of smutty. Violent television shows, books, computer stuff that that is violent and uh, erotic and really gets in the way of a healthy life, living a good life. He was really, really upset about that. And then after watching Mr. Rogers, I took about 10 minutes and watched part of an episode of South Park. Violent. 
smut, vulgarity. Is that what we want to put before children? Do we really want them to be influenced by that kind of media? Or is that the kind of stuff we need to lop off, get rid of in our lives? I was thinking about that, wrestling with it. So many things that I do see on television, they don't contribute to my relationship with the Lord. The, the violence that I see, the food commercials. I mean, my goodness, the food commercials are constant. They even make dog food start to look good to me. Like, oh, for crying out loud, I am something. The things that we take into our lives do influence us. And Jesus, using this rich hyperbole, is saying, get rid of it. Don't let it interrupt your relationship with God. How about you? What is it in your life? that the Lord is saying, you don't need that. You don't want that. That's going to interfere with us. What is it that the Lord is calling you to get rid of so that you can have a close, intimate relationship with Jesus? I told you millions of times, don't exaggerate. I have said a number of times that when we come here to church, the Word and the Eucharist transform. They have the power to transform our lives if we allow them to. We get rid of the things that distract us, distance us from God. And we try to be his presence in, in the world, caring for the needs of others. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.